So it's like, you know, you're my boyfriend. Yeah, like I am. We're both really competitive, but I, I don't like it when I lose against him. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is. So oh we God. ended up, yeah, that <laughs> it's sad. But okay. um, we ended up deciding to separate the channel um, to our own. So he made his Teflon Don TV channel, and then I made um, – it, I was just going to hold on to the Mr. and Mrs. Gaming channel. But that eventually turned into the Eargasm. I said, okay, so let's start doing this seriously. So we bought a gaming computer. Um, they're not cheap. You know, they're anywhere from 16 to $200 or 1600 to $2,000. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, you know what, if we're going to have it and we're going to make the stream look good, let's just buy Let's just buy what we need to make it look good. So okay. we went ahead and got a computer. We got a green screen. We got everything that we needed to to make our you know it look good. My old setup looked like ass. It did. It looked like crap. Oh. But <laughs> once we upgraded okay. it, it, yeah, once we upgraded it was good. But um, the eargasm has basically been a little bit more of my focus than the music that I have had kind of sitting on, trying mm-hmm. to wait to release it. Um, but the platform kind of gives me an opportunity to also put my music out to people who don't know that I do music too, because I don't promote myself much on the show. It's about right. the artists that are coming in. So that's kind of, you know, the Eargasm has been around for a year and there's been consistent growth. I mean, I hit over f- almost 5k in less than under, uh, um, uh, under a year on my Facebook page and over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So it's growing quite quickly and, and getting big. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. Shout out to the Airgasm. And I was like, wow, I, when I, you know, when I would chime in on your show, I'm like, she has over a thousand views. Like, people are really tuned in. And I love how you had it set up where, you know, if in order to submit your music, they need to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And was that part of your marketing strategy or is that something that just came about? Well, in regards to the request, you have to think about it. I'm I'm doing a, a free favor for them. I'm getting their music mm-hmm. out not only on Facebook but also on YouTube, on Mixer, on Periscope, um, on Twitch. And these are streaming simultaneously. So people all over the world that never heard their music before is getting an opportunity to hear their music. So at the very least, I say, hey, subscribe to the channel, not yes. only just to help me out for support-wise, but you're going to catch all the highlight videos that I edit, and you might be in one. And then you can send your friend there, or you can share the link, you know. So realistically, it it just is a full-blown circle of beneficial for everybody. Absolutely. And you'll be surprised, though, when, you know, some people, artists, they still don't want to support, you know, even the least amount of support, and, you know, no matter how much you try to help them, so... Yeah, yeah, and those they're a little self entitled. They just need to humble themselves just a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And what kind of submissions do you get to the show? You know what? I encourage um, all submissions. I, I primarily get a lot of uh, hip hop and and rap and R and B, but. Um, it's been opening up more recently because of my Twitch interactions. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of people on Twitch that do, like, EDM and house music. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even when the show first started, I had a death metal guy, like a guy that did death metal come in and, mm-hmm. and do some submissions. And they were weary about coming into the show and submitting music like that. And I'm like, you know, you have to understand, like, I'm the host. I listen to everything, everything. Okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be too scared about, who's going to be in the audience, because I guarantee you, somebody who does hip-hop doesn't like just hip-hop. I guarantee you, they like more than that, as far yeah. as, like, 
their own personal taste. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And um, so his first submission to the show was amazing. Everybody reacted to it, you know, really well. And um, one thing that I really try to pass along to people who come to my show is if you're here to talk shit, this is not the place for you. You know, we are, I'm trying to build a community of, of artists who want to help one another, who want to build together, who want to do that. So if you're just here to talk shit about somebody's bad song, you know, I don't, have anything for you here I just ask them to leave her all day and I'm off the page because I just you know you don't do anything you don't do any good to anybody to talk them down to their song tell them what they need to work on and move on so absolutely absolutely wow I love it when people do submit their music what do you look for in a song like what do you think you know is the best parts or the main important parts um in a mix or in the final product of the song sure consider it Um, a good song of course yeah, yeah, I, I understand. So a lot of people, one thing I, I try to remember is that not everybody is in the same position as the next person. So one person might not have the means to get their stuff recorded in, um, like, a professional studio. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would be lying if I said that if I have an indie artist who came in and submitted something that was mixed to the T, that, you know, had great vocals and great mixing to it and had great um, structure and everything else, you know, I would be lying to say that they wouldn't stick out over somebody who doesn't have it. But as a host, you have to remember that not everybody is on that level yet. So a good song just needs to have a good direction, a good message, or it has to be catchy. Um, Sometimes you're going to get a catchy track that might sound like crap. And the best advice that I can give them is, hey, you need to go get this mixed. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. That's the best, you know, that's the best advice I can give them because realistically they might have a hit on their hands, but it's not going to be a hit until Mm -hmm. they go and get it mixed and mastered correctly. It has to sound good or even the majors are not going to listen to it. You know what I mean? They're not even going to, they're not even going to give you the time of day if you don't have a good mix. So, for me, when I get a good song, and I'm a hip-hop artist, you know, I grew up, I, I was born in the 80s, I grew up in the 90s, so music was a whole different thing back then. It was a lot about, you know, um, putting a message out there and, and, you know, having music that makes you reminisce or bring a feeling, mm-hmm. and nowadays, it's a little different. It's shifted, yeah. and so... What I think is a good song might be different to what somebody nowadays <laughs> thinks is a good song, but I'm not oh, yeah. biased. I try not to be biased because I know times change. And, you know, I used to be one of the old hip-hop heads that was like, nah, these trap dudes need to get out of here. You know uh, what I mean? But uh, I, I have to. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I'm not like that anymore. I can't be. You know what I mean? Uh, music is subjective. So it's just one of those things where, I can find something that I like. Like, I'll admit, I like Lil Nas X music. It took me a little while to get used to it, but I like him because the people actually listen to his album. You mm-hmm. hear more than just hip-hop elements in it. He's got rock. You know what I'm saying? He's got country. country He's got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in there. So right. you just have to be open-minded. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, talking about all this artistry, um, tell us a little bit more about you as an artist and your latest project. Sure. So you just so, dropped a you just dropped a project, right? I just dropped a single. Yeah, I dropped a single. Okay. Um, and it's called Saturday Night. And um, even in that title, you should kind of already get a feel for what that track is about. Um, you know, any any kid or any teen or any college student, even adult, you know, when Saturday Night hits, it's just one of those. Oh, it's finally it's the weekend. You know, I wanna I wanna go out. I wanna chill. I wanna have a good time. You know, type type deal. But Saturday night is also 
a little deeper than that, and I hate to, I'm not trying not to talk too much into it, but um, the cover art, if you've seen the cover art, if you haven't, um, basically it's kind of an 80s, 90s themed color, and it's, you know, me and everybody that produced, so I have the producer, myself, and the two lyricists and singers that were on the track, we got painted, or we got drawn in kind of an anime style characters, mm-hmm. and in cartoon form, and we're leaning against an old school car in front of a bright background sky in front of a, a roller rink. When I was younger, roller rinks were the ish. That's what I did every weekend. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and, and some people can relate to that. And um, the beat is very New Jack Swing type of beat, um, a, a lot of real, real 80s, 90s sounding. So it's a track that just is, you know, a feel-good track that's going to kind of make you reminisce on on maybe the simpler times, the older, you know, maybe when you were growing up and, and what you did on a Saturday, you know, what you did on a Saturday night. Um, but if I was going to sum myself up as an artist, um, you know, I, I am in that boom bap era. That's the music that I feel most comfortable in, and I like to always purvey some kind of message. So anytime you listen to my music, you will kind of be able to, uh, like, you'll, you'll, you'll hear a story, and it'll okay. be able to paint a picture for you because that's the way that I write. So, and that comes, I think, from the 12 years of poetry, so. Love it. Okay, wow. Thank you. Can't wait to check that out for anyone who's listening. Make sure you go check out Saturday Night by LP. And is it available on all platforms? Every platform. I think it just finished up being live on uh, iHeartRadio today, but it is available on Spotify, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, on everything. So all you got to do is look up Lyrically Poetic Saturday Night, and we're, we're there. We're in there. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. And how can people connect with the Eargasm show and connect with you on social media as well? Sure. So the Eargasm, if you um, are looking on Facebook, um, it's the Eargasm Live, so the Facebook.com slash Eargasm Live. Um, on Twitch, it's the Eargasm. On Mixer, it's the Eargasm. I think the only one that's different is uh, YouTube. So uh, YouTube is the Hollywood 0386, but i got to update that one. But if you type in the Eargasm, with like a W and then slash LP, it should come up as well. So um, pretty much anywhere. I think most people connect with me on Facebook until they realize that Twitch and YouTube is a lot easier to watch on. So Okay, 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 awesome. And what about your social media? Are you on Instagram? I am, yes. I almost forgot about that one. There's so many of them. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so the Instagram, I have, obviously I have one for my for myself, so that one is lyrically poetic zero three eight six, and then I have X the Eargasm X for my Eargasm page. Awesome! Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us. It was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you for having me. If you guys ever need anything else, let me know.